We don't want anybody to leave here today saying, man, that was too short. We got short change. We didn't get our money's worth. We want a refund. <laughs> Nobody's taking anything out of the offering box. <laughs> I want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ryan. I want to say thank you to our children for, for uh, telling us the old, old story in a very new and a very interesting way. That was really, really wonderful. Thank you. I am just waiting for that, uh, that slide to come up on the screen because I know there are going to be, listen closely, you are going to hear some eyes rolling. Listen closely. Um, uh, go ahead to the next one and, and the one after that. Ha! Ben, where are you? Are your eyes rolling right now? This old hymn? This is one of the carols to the king. Tell me the story of Jesus. Did you know that that was a Christmas hymn? Listen to this verse and tell me that's not a Christmas carol. Tell me the story of Jesus. Write on my heart every word. Tell me the story of Jesus, sweetest that ever was heard. Tell how the angels in chorus sang as they welcomed his birth. Glory to God in the highest and peace and good tidings to earth. That's a Christmas song, isn't it? Tell me the story of Jesus. That's what the children have done today. They've told us the old, old story that we have loved for so long. It's important this is important, not just for the cute factor, though that's important. We're smiling, we're laughing, we're looking at these beautiful children and we're appreciating their effort and uh, how they've gotten over their stage fright and how mom and dad have gotten over their anxiety and worrying about is everything going to go just right. Mrs. Monet has had sleepless nights, I'm sure. She's ready for a vacation. But it is important. In fact, it's so important that God said, you have to do this. You have to do this. Tree is dancing. Come on, ring those bells. Light the Christmas tree. Special effects. Thank you for the special effect. That was the Holy Spirit. That's not us. <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble. There's going to be a meeting after church and they're going to fix me. God says, I want you to tell these stories. Deuteronomy chapter 6, uh, verse 4 through 9. Listen to these words. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God. The Lord is one. There's supposed to be a space between Lord and is. And there is in my version... It's just a projection thing, okay? That's, that's not a misspelling. That's a projection glitch, okay? I don't want anybody uh, sending angry emails. Don't you know how to proofread? <laughs> Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God. The Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And that's what these children are doing this morning. 
they might not understand that. But God does. God is receiving this offering of praise from these youngest evangelists. One who tells the good news. That's an evangelist. Listen to this as as the scripture continues. You shall teach them diligently to your children. I substituted the word sons for children. Because some of you have daughters. I know this because I've got eyes. Teach them diligently to your children and talk about them when you sit in your house and when you walk in the way and when you lie down and when you rise up. And you shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be frontals on your forehead. Now we're not really saying, I don't think God is really saying, I want you to to decorate your wrists and your foreheads with pages from the Bible, which some people have interpreted that way. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. And when your child asks you, it continues in in verse 20. When your child asks you in time to come. when When these children are sitting at the table, mom and dad. And they're saying things like, why do we go to church? And they're saying things like, Why do we pray? What good does it anyway? When your child asks you in time to come, saying, What do the testimonies and the statutes and the judgments mean, which the Lord our God commanded you? And then you shall say to your child, We were slaves to Pharaoh in Egypt. And the Lord brought us from Egypt with a mighty hand. What has the Lord done for you with his mighty hand? The Christmas story is the story of the redemptive hand of God, the mighty hand of God. As Pastor John likes to say, declaring war on sin in this darkened world. Jesus comes to earth to establish a beachhead. It's D-Day, the story of the birth of Christ. And we have to tell our children this story. There's a popular television series on NBC. It's about to start its final season. It's called This Is Us. Some of you probably are watching that show. My wife introduced me to it when it was still new in its first season. And she said, everybody's talking about this and everybody's crying at the story of this family. I'm not going to say anything else about the story of that family. You watch it or don't watch it. That's up to you. They're not sponsoring this message. But this is us. This is us. This story. This is our story. It's his story. See that? History, history, his story, but it's not just his story because we're in it. This is us. This is our story. 
And we need to tell our story to our children so they can understand it, so they can tell it themselves, so they will tell their children. So when your grandparents, your grandchildren know the story. And your grandchildren will sit with you by the Christmas tree, as Kelly and I do. Our oldest grandson at Christmas time now gets the uh, privilege of reading the Christmas story before we share gifts. Because we love to hear our grandchildren telling the old, old story. If your eyes rolled earlier, Ben Horovitz, they're about to roll right out of your skull. So if you're sitting around Ben, keep your eye out, okay? There's a song called Christmas in the Country, and it sounds just like that, Christmas in the Country, and it's performed by, among others, the Gaither Vocal Band. Watch out, Ben. Cover your eyes. Keep them in your head. But listen to this, listen to this lyric from that song. The song shares a bunch of Christmas memories, children, and the joy and the delight of Christmas and Christmas baking, smell of Christmas cookies and gingerbread in the kitchen and all of these things. And then there's a line that goes like this. The laughter stops as dad picks up the Bible. It falls from habit open to Luke chapter 2. And none of us will ever tire of hearing children Here is how God came to you. The old, old story that I have loved so well. One last carol to the king this morning and then we're done. You're still getting out of here early. Hold your seat, Ben. You ready? Put it up there, please. I love to tell the story of Jesus. And I love to tell the story of unseen things above. Of Jesus and his glory. Of Jesus and his love. Just give me a minute now. You, you can join me on the chorus, okay? You can, join, you can all join me on the chorus when we get there. You can even hold your candle up lit if you want to. I love to tell the story because I know it is true. Sidebar. There are parts of the Christmas story that we know aren't true. And I don't ever want to mix the two parts of the story of Christmas together. Because one day, one day our children will understand there are some things that we used to talk about that we know are legends and myths, exaggerations and embellishments. But I don't ever want my children or your children to wonder if the story of the manger is a legend or a myth. No, it is not. It is absolutely true. It happened just the way the children told it today. I love to tell the story because I know it is true. It satisfies my longings. Nothing else can do. I love to tell the story. It is pleasant to repeat. What seems each time I tell it more wonderfully sweet. Maybe because we're getting older and more sentimental. 
But these programs get better and better and better every year. I love to tell the story for some have never heard the message of salvation from God's own holy word. I love to tell the story for those who know it best seem hungering and thirsting to hear it like all the rest. And when in scenes of glory I sing the old, old song, No, that's not right. When in scenes of glory I sing the new, new song, twill be the old, old story that I have loved so long. Now I'm going to ask you to stand. Hold your candle up if you have it. And sing with me on the chorus, a cappella. I know I didn't talk to Mike about this in advance. I'll start us off in the wrong key, okay? Give me a C, I'll flatten it out. I love to tell the story. Twill be my theme in glory. To tell the old, old story. Of Jesus and his love. Let's pray together. Thank you, our Heavenly Father, for this story. Every word of it true. It's our story. We are in it. It's your story, and you wrote us into it because of your great love for us. If, if we weren't in the story, there wouldn't even be a story. God didn't, you didn't do this for yourself. You didn't send Jesus to be born in Bethlehem of a virgin just so that there would be a good story to tell. You sent your son to be the savior of all humankind. You came into a dark world and turned on the lights. And I'm thankful that you've written me into your story. I'm thankful that you've written all of us into your story. And I am very thankful, Father, that these children are now also learning to tell this old, old story. May they tell it over and over and over again until they too are telling it to their grandchildren. And for all of this, we are grateful and thankful and give you a great, a great offering of praise as we go in Jesus' name.